Welcome back to the Morning Kick podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Morning Kicksters, welcome back to another edition of the Morning Kick. It's Thursday, getting very close to the weekend. Hope that you now start to have plans. You know, it's not too far away. They're going to be opening borders. You're going to be able to do things, but particularly for Queenslanders, everything is open. Go and do something. Um, They're also talking about August, which will be the People's Weekend, where we're getting all of our combined kind of ECA and show days into a long weekend. So that's something you might be able to start planning for. One of the things that at Excite Media we thought would be really good to talk to you about is going to be that you can come to our website and find out more about digital marketing, particularly because the Queensland government is rolling out another set of grants. I believe there's some out of Victoria and things as well. And we've actually put together a page. Now, if you simply go to Excite Media's page and go to Small Business Grants, or you can go into, <clears throat> go into our blog, which is under the our team page, find out more information about all of the statewide grants. And the good news is the second round of the Queensland Adaption Grant, which is worth between two dollars and $10,000, is going to be released for a new set of applications on the 1st of July. And the information we're getting is that if you haven't heard back from round one, they are encouraging you to apply for round two anyway. Improve your application, have all your information ready, know what you're asking for that's going to help your business during these times, particularly because of any downturn that happened from about March onwards. So there you go. Go to our blog, find out more. We'd love to be part of your success as you bring your business out of COVID-19. Well, coming back, this is, of course, the morning kick, and we wanted to give you some inspiration and resources to really help you in growing your business. And this morning, we're talking all about social media can be a little bit controversial from time to time. You know, is it a distraction? Is it actually helping the bottom line? But we'd get an expert in. So really pleased to be able to welcome to the show, Carolyn Ferrando. Carolyn, thanks for joining us on Excite Media's The Morning Kick. Good to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How exciting. And and you are absolutely passionate about social media. I've been following some of your your content that you're creating. And tell us a little bit of background about yourself and Hawthorne Social. It's got a really nice ring about it, that name. Oh, thank you. We always get asked, are we either from Hawthorne in Melbourne or are we located on Hawthorne Road? But it's actually my business partner's middle name. So it's got a bit of a family tie there. Um, we, I kind of fell into social media a little bit accidentally, but I like to think it was meant to be. Um, we own a recruitment company that we started about six years ago. And for those who are familiar with the recruitment field, 
Um, marketing and recruitment company, there's a lot of competition. And if you don't have a massive marketing budget, it's really hard to stand out from the pack. And then obviously we're in um, healthcare recruitment, so our target market was nurses. So we had to find a way to be able to reach these nurses that we needed um, in order to place, but we didn't have a huge marketing budget. <clears throat> so at that time, Facebook was still not new, but it was hadn't been utilised that much um, in a business context. We're talking six, seven years ago. So we decided to see how can we harness the power of social media in order to grow our recruitment company. And so through that process, we were able to build our company up to a stage where um, we had a moment and I was talking to my business partner, Alex, and I said, look, you know, I really feel like this is something I want to do full time. I'm really enjoying it. And he, he'd been in recruitment for about 10 years and he's like, yeah, I'd like to do something different. So we, um, we've moved now into the social media game. Now, what I like about that is that you're not just kind of having the the art of social media. You're trying a few things like the the mad scientist. You're actually proving it because it needed to work for your very own business. So the proof is in the pudding. You've got some practical applications as well. And I really like the fact you were hitting the kind of nursing sector as well because that's a really busy audience doing long shifts, going home, tired. But social is probably getting in there and being an opportunity to talk to them when they need to take a little bit of downtime, I guess. It really was. And because we dealt primarily with overseas nurses, we we're always battling time differences, um, bad phone connections. So we're finding that we actually started a group. And, and this is before I even knew the capacity of what groups could do on Facebook. And before we knew it, we were just getting inundated with nurses wanting to join this group. And we'd have these amazing discussions and that organic discussion turned into, well, you know what, I actually have a job that might be a good fit for you. And because they'd built that relationship with us and they'd gotten to know us, um, it, the process was so much easier. So I've, I went on, obviously, I've studied now in digital marketing and social media to learn more. But seeing it firsthand and seeing the capabilities that it has, um, that's just really what spurred that passion on. When it comes to social media, we're going to talk about some of the controversies in a moment, but I often encourage people that it's a great place to nurture a community, and particularly it could be even your own client base. Um, you'll see going at the bottom of the video at the moment, we're encouraging you to ask your questions, whether you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube, and thanks very much if you're watching one of the replays of The Morning Kick. Uh, Karen, let's, let's talk with that kind of controversial feel that some business owners may feel so busy running this business. I've got no time for social media. That's a distraction that I should be doing after hours or somebody else should be doing because it's not me. How do you talk to them about the value of social media? Okay, well, there's a couple of layers there. Um, my first point would be say, hey, congratulations, you're so busy. But is that busyness um, transferring over into money in the bank? You know, is your bottom line growing? Um, or are you just busy for busyness sake? If that's the case, then maybe you need to, on another topic, jump back in and look at your process and see how you can free your time up. Then the second thing to that is you're busy, but you don't have time for leads. You don't have time to make sales. That doesn't make sense to me because, um, it, look, most of us know that the good old yellow pages has pretty much become a bit of a door stopper nowadays. Um, and... You know, the go, it really is like 
especially in the millennial age bracket, the go-to function for finding things is now social media. It's not. It's more common for people to put a shout out in a community group. Oh, look, my hot water system's just broken. Does anyone know a plumber that can come out and fix it? Rather than even jumping on Google and Googling plumbers or going to the old school yellow pages directory. So then my question is, you're busy, but what cost to your business? Um, so it, it really is. It's like, you, yeah, it, and it, look, at the end of the day, it is, it takes time. I mean, once you get on social, then you, and even just running one page, you do, you have to manage your notifications and be on top of your messaging and um, reply to comments. But if you have structure and a plan and you go into it with knowing how, what that's going to look like for you, you can manage it. And it's not as overwhelming as what you may think. You know, I guess if we look back to the old days, if your ad in the yellow pages was out of date, wrong phone number, etc., you'd fix that quick as a wing because the last thing you want is a yellow pages ad not working for you. And now we've got this whole new space where people can actually sell for you. I really love that uh, you can get into the local Facebook buy and sell group and there'll be somebody saying, does anybody know a mortgage broker? Does anybody know a plumber? And the diversity of jobs and things that have been asked for, is quite, um, there's quite a variety there. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's where you have to work on build. That's where reputation online is really important as well um, because you want to have made a good impression. You want to have cultivated your clients to act as your brand ambassadors for you in those situations. Um, you know, if you go to a hairdresser and you get a really great haircut and you're really happy with it and then you're in your local buy, swap and sell or community group and someone says, does anyone have a good recommendation for a hairdresser because you've received such great service and you're happy with the end result you're going to recommend your hairdresser so it whereas back i think in the in times gone by um it was a lot harder to if you had bad service like it was a lot harder to tell people about it you you just made your voice known by not going back to them um so i think with the rise of social media it's also pushed us as business owners to really rise our bar and the quality of our service and product and to make sure that every single person we're interacting with leaves on a good note and really walks out from our business as a brand ambassador. One of the things that we've got on the video at the moment is Excite Media has created a little community called the Business Thrive or Mastermind. I encourage you to search for it on Facebook. You're welcome to join. Carolyn, um, when people are concerned about I'm too busy to create content, now, there are a lot of tradies now that are really doing well using Instagram to show jobs done, that type of thing. But can you make some recommendations of how I can make the system work for me so it's not onerous, but I can actually get content being created that's worthwhile to my community? Yeah, absolutely. Well, my first suggestion would be to allocate yourself at least a couple of hours a week, whether it's on a weekend on a weeknight and just a really rough plan out for your week. If you're a trader, you pretty much have a good idea of what your jobs are coming up during the week. And then when you're on site, take photos, take before and after photos. If you are, if you encounter something a little bit unique or out of the ordinary, or if you, if you stop for a place with a really good cup of coffee, take a photo. Um, the more authentic and realistic it is, the more people will engage with you. Because we have to remember that social media is a social construct. We're there for social interaction. We're not there. I mean, yes, sales is part of it, but the more authentic and relational we are, the more genuine our content is going to be. So it, then it's really just a matter of taking the photo and then writing and being genuine in what you write. Say what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what the job was, and then people will relate to that. 
And you know the old adage, and we've all heard it, people buy them from those they know, like, and trust. And I guess social is allowing people to get to know us, find out if we're similar. Uh, sometimes you want to work with people that are just a little bit close to being like you. And if we get to know the personality through social, that means that, you know, whether it's authenticity, whether it's um, being good on a job or skilled on a job, all of those things can come through social. One of the things that we wanted to do was point you to Carolyn's website. So if you go to hawthornsocial.com, and you'll be able to see this website that we've got up running over here. So I encourage you to come along and actually have a look at some of the services that uh, Carolyn and her team are able to provide. And it's not just about social media. So also in the areas of videography and branding. So do have a look through. Carolyn, I'm going to start just a little bit further down here yep. and talking about your digital brand. Can you just walk us through what is our digital brand? What does it actually mean? Okay, so it's how people, uh, how do people, um, so, oh, gosh, I had a great answer to this, I'm getting tongue tied. It, it's how people are interacting with your brand online. So it's through your colours, it's through your con your photos, it's even down to your um, your font colours. So when you see a certain font colour, um, colours, photos, you automatically associate it with the brand of a certain business. So a brand is so much more than just obviously the physical, it's the unspoken connotations to go with it. For example, the picture that's on screen at the moment is actually for a kid's party service. <clears throat> so um, they're very strong on their branding. They gave us a very strong branding guide with doing their content. So there was only like three colors that we can use. There's like two fonts that we can use and all the photos had to be orientated with kids um, or having that uh, kid influence in the content because they want to connotate to their clients that we're a kids party company. So when people see that online, it creates that brand association with the business name. Um, where people can go a little bit uh, astray with their branding is, for example, if this kids party company, which is Starlight Parties, if they started posting up photos of um, a couple of middle-aged guys playing lawn bowls, um, as part of their content, it, it's really off-brand for them. And so it it creates this dissonance um, in terms of their branding when people look at it. So um, keeping, like, and writing it down. So you've got, like, a like your own set of guidelines for when you're creating your content. And if you repeat it often enough and people are seeing it often enough, it just adds those layers. And obviously you've got your bricks and mortar marketing as well, which adds extra layers to that. And you've got your email marketing. So it's all part of, it all layers one upon another um, to create this overall digital brand. And I guess one thing that we talk about, whether it's a digital brand or just a regular marketing brand, it's all about consistency. It doesn't yep. matter where it appears, website, business card, social media channel, you want to bring that um, that key elements of your brand to the foreground. I really like the fact that you're even focusing on the colours. Carolyn, let's talk about some of the social media channels because there's too many to choose from. Um, oh, can you talk to oh, us yeah. about where Facebook fits in today? Who's that market suited for? Is, is the age group changed? Uh, what kind of businesses maybe should use Facebook? Yeah, it, it, it has. I mean, and I say this, I'm going to contextualize this. I've just turned 40, so I'm going to put myself in the older age bracket now. Um, so Facebook is, really has blown up a lot for the older age bracket. I think because um, 
people who have who grew up without social media technology are now just starting to oh okay Facebook I can keep up with the grandkids I can keep up with the family and so they're now jumping on to Facebook but what's happening is the kids are looking for other channels in order to create have expressed their own identity and kind of it's that whole you know moving away from mum and dad thing which I think is a you know uh whole, like kids love to do that like to have their own space so um as as one channel gets older there'll be a new channel that will pop up and that's where the young kids like the younger kids will go to um managing and knowing where your business fits in the channel is really important um and i'll get into that a little bit soon but yes facebook really now is great for business it maybe a couple of years ago not so much but definitely um it is becoming a lot more business orientated um instagram is still um, getting a lot of the younger demographics, but it's also really great for business in terms of that. We like to call Instagram like the lookbook um, social media channel. It's your front window. It's where people go to look and it's your chance to make a really good first impression. Really capitalize on your graphics and your photos to create that good first impression. Um, the Instagram Live, Instagram TV, um, all the capabilities you can do in stories can, if you use it properly, is fantastic for creating lead funnels and then getting those leads back to either booking in a call or getting them through to your website. Can I talk about a couple of the other channels? And do we have time for Yeah, that? because I think obviously there's uh, the likes of Snapchat and LinkedIn, et cetera, and Twitter, yep. but are they the right thing for everybody? Can you spread yourself too thin, I guess, is my question. Absolutely. And you also have to be mindful of the fact that the languaging changes across each channel. So obviously Twitter, that's a great one. Um, so you got, I think it's 240 characters um, that you can express yourself in Twitter. The great thing with Twitter is that it has an element of anonymity behind it. So people tend to be a little bit more forthright on Twitter and you're going to, and there's been lots of instances where actually big um, situations have come un, un Ravel because someone has tweeted something and then it's kind of started a chain reaction. People feel safer to tweet things um, because that you don't get as personally attacked as say you would on Facebook where you've got your personal profile or your family information opens you up to a lot more trolling. Whereas Twitter, you kind of hide behind this. <clears throat> so a little bit of tweet and run, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's great for businesses that, oh, look, it can be great for businesses, but it does require time. You have to put thought into how do you go and capture your message in 240 characters. You have to be consistent. You have to be following other people. But if you enjoy that mode of communication, that's great. Snapchat, um, Snapchat has deliberately made itself hard to be utilized for business in terms of that. It doesn't really pander to influencers. Um, you can't. You can't engage a lot of the traditional engagement strategies on Snapchat. It's really there to be enjoyed, um, I think. But you could use it if you were in a business that you can create engaging, funny content um, and you had followers on Snapchat. You could use it, but again, it does create time. LinkedIn, obviously, is your business-to-business -business platform. So that, again, it's another completely different um, platform you even the languaging on LinkedIn it's more formal it's business orientated if the content you're putting out has to have value you have to the engagement like commenting and engaging on other people's posts is really important and there's a real etiquette on LinkedIn 
Um, Facebook, there is an etiquette, but not as much. It's more social because it crosses over a lot into your personal social media, whereas LinkedIn is just business to business. So we always say, don't do on LinkedIn what you wouldn't do in a business meeting. And that goes for like your profile photo, your languaging, everything like that. But my favorite, favorite platform at the moment is TikTok. And we're going to have a bit of fun here because I tried TikTok just recently to kind of really delve deep. And I've got to tell you, it came away with a phrase, it's all wine glasses and dances. Can you give me any more hope about what TikTok's all about? Absolutely. Well, one of our clients um, owns a cleaning company and she's a young 24-year-old, tall, bubbly, blonde, beautiful girl. She's a fantastic cleaner and she is so great on TikTok. And so she started actually doing TikTok videos um, for her cleaning business. And the great thing about TikTok is you can post to multiple social platforms from the TikTok platform itself. So Yeah, we've just uh, had Carolyn just drop out, so hopefully she'll pop back in in a moment. But as you can see, lots of different social media channels that are available to you, and some of them that you can connect with Excite Media. We've been just running down the bottom. So our Twitter handle is at Excite Media. Equally the same on Instagram, and if you go to Facebook.com slash Excite Media, you'll be able to meet our team there. And that's what one of the things when you're doing social media particularly if you're going to be uh, going in there and setting up your accounts, if at all possible, try to make sure that you get the same handle. This consistency is going to make it easier for your audience and your customers to be able to find you. One of the things that I'm hoping to talk to Carolyn about, and we'll come back to it if she's able to pop back in, is getting a content calendar together. It's nothing worse than having to think, I've got a tweet, I've got a post every second of the day. And Carolyn's expertise is actually in managing that process and being able to help people to um, plan out what's going to happen. And the good thing is, if you've got a plan, you can basically do this once every one or two months and be able to get your content ready to go. Now, there are some things you can do automatically as well. So maybe you've got um, tradesmen that go out in their utes. They've always got their smartphone with them. They can actually take an Instagram photo of a completed job, just created that deck, just fixed somebody's shower head, whatever it may be. Um, Maybe you've just installed a a solar system on somebody's roof. And that Instagram photo can not only appear on your Instagram page, be pushed across to your Facebook page and come up on your website, all with the push of a button. And that way, a lot of the donkey work is actually done for you. Well, listen, what we're going to do is we're going to put um, Carolyn's details into the description, both on Facebook and also going to have it on YouTube. Um, Encourage you to go along and we'll just bring up her website again. There we go. HawthornSocial.com, where you'll be able to find out more information. And the interesting thing that uh, we didn't have a chance to cover is that Carolyn is also involved in doing videography as well. So there's a few things. Have a look at her YouTube video that's available there. And I also encourage you to go back to the Excite Media page and have a chat with our bot. The Excite bot's available to talk to, find out more, and particularly maybe you've got questions to do with the grant coming up or a website or the digital marketing services that we can provide, you can have a bit of a chinwag all there on our website at excitemedia.com.au. Been great having you along again for another edition of The Morning Kick. 
Thanks very much for being with us. And we're going to be back next Tuesday with another, oh, I hope, exciting resource that will help you with your business.